0: All right, back here in Ohio, and we've talked about this a couple times over the past few weeks. It is a strange time for home buying. Um, Not a lot of people, I don't know about you, Craig, I'm not really in the mood to move anytime soon, especially during a pandemic, I'm here, I'm not leaving, but, you know, hey, if you save your money, I guess, you're in a good home buying position, Uh, but it's a hard market because not many houses are out there and it kind of more favors the sellers instead of the buyers. But, uh, Craig, there was a story in the Dispatch of the Weekend, the one we kind of chat about a little bit. Uh, there was 10 tips for house buyers. Craig, you may have told me, and I probably forgot. Are you a, ho- a homeowner or are you a renter? Renter. Okay. Do you rent a home or apartment? Home. Home, okay. So, hey, you never know. I'm not saying you're looking right now, but you might be looking for a house, right? In the yeah. Some feature, future. Right. Yeah. yeah. That'll be good. So, well, let's look at these 10 tips, and I'll give you advice. I bought some homes in the past. Yeah, this is true. Uh, first tip here, and, again, this story is from the Columbus Dispatch website by Jim w- Waker. Um, his first tip is be patient, um, which is true. Um, problem is, Craig, well, I'm looking for a house. We're about ready to move. I don't have weeks and weeks and months and months to look, right. so I'm typically not patient. So how do we get by this?
1: Well, it's it's difficult to, to be patient when, you know, the rest of the story here details how much of a, you know, competition you'll have with other buyers and, you know, how you've got to, like, you know, pre-qualify and everybody wants to have, you know, a, a certain buyer. So it's kind of hard to be patient when you're going up against so much competition
0: in these uh, these housing markets maybe it's like this maybe you do your homework beforehand right um you know either like let's say you're applying for jobs you know if you really want a new job and you're out there apply for a bunch of jobs maybe or do your homework and really look at that one job you're looking for and really you know put your effort into the application and really do your homework and really do it. Right. You know, maybe that's the best way of doing it. Uh, Same thing with houses, you know, look for houses beforehand. I mean, Craig, don't just, uh, you know, we're recording an hour of interviews. So just get in the interview and say, I want a house today. You know, maybe you start looking at listings and everything, or you, you talk to your wife and say, Hey, what's the budget we have? What do we really want in our house? What, You know, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms and stuff like that. If you know all that stuff beforehand, you should be in good shape. Uh, Jim also talks about getting pre-qualified for loan. That makes sense. I mean, you take care of some of the financing beforehand if you do that. Yeah, I
1: think it makes a good idea. Probably the best idea is to, to even know what you can afford. And that sounds, you know, as much as being patient is to, to know that you can actually get that house or, you know, maybe it allows you to see what your market is as well.
0: Here's another interesting thing. Uh, they're talking about exploring steel listings, um, especially online. You go to a uh, listing, you say, wow, it looks good. But then it says, hey, it's in contract. And what if it's been in contract for uh, 10 to 15 days? Uh, you know, sometimes – oh, wait a minute. No, no Okay. Forgive me, Craig. I'm reading this wrong. They're they're talking about sale listings and saying, what if it's been in the market for a long time? Um, Here in Columbus, man, houses don't stay in the market that long at all. I mean, uh, the house was on our market that we ended up buying. It was only in the market for a day or two before we had the place to offer. So we had to move fast. Well, they're saying is, okay, if you're looking at a listing and it's been in the market for six months, well, What's wrong? Did somebody get murdered there? What happened? Well, this thing's still exploited. There might be something that isn't so bad about it, you know. So don't avoid still lists.
1: Yeah, ten to fifteen days does not seem like a long time. I mean, I always equate the housing market with it's a it's sort of a slow, long process. So seeing that ten to fifteen days is a long time to be on the market kind of intrigues me. That I always I, I never have a kind of maybe it's more of a negative connotation with housing markets, but it seems like more than 10 to 15 days does not seem like that long of a time to be on the market.
0: Well, I will tell you, uh, this story was written primarily for the Central Ohio market. Central Ohio, 10 to 15 days is a long time. Okay, uh, I will say we are, we have good runners who have been there for a long time a house we own in the Canton area. I will say with them, um, Canton, they'll say, hey, if you put a house in the market for Canton, at least 30 days at least be shocked okay. if it get sold beforehand so it just depends on what area you're at you know okay. columbus seems to be a little better but you never know okay
1: that makes and, sense that's
0: fine and again let me clarify that too because if you're you're right if you're listening to it in a smaller market you're like what are they talking about but here it may not be the same in Fremont or canton is that here in the columbus area you need to be ready to offer over the asking price um, there's a stat here, Central Isle Homes, at sold so far this year, have fetched 100.8% of their most recent asking price. So, any up, you know, a, bit yeah. a little bit more.
1: That's interesting. You always watch these home buying shows on TV, and everybody always comes in under under price. And I guess, obviously, they're they're buying mansions or expensive homes, so... But uh, that's kind of interesting that you you have. I, I mean, does that mean that when they list these homes, that maybe they up the price a little bit of what the value is? I mean, is that on top of you maybe having to overpay for it?
0: I think part of it is right now there's more buyers than sellers. Right. I, I mean, hey, you know, support local journalism, read these articles. But if you took this article and wait till next year, there might be more sellers than buyers, and definitely I wouldn't ask for more. Right. Or offer more. I would offer probably less, but like I guess this is saying, hey Craig, if you're going to moving to Columbus today and you want to do a house, here's some of the things you need to do.
1: Well, okay. I mean, you know, it's uh, it seems like you've got a, a
0: a quick process for spending a lot of money. I guess I don't know. So well, well here's the other thing. I mean. My wife is one that likes to think about it, pray about it for a couple of years. Am, yeah, that's how and I am. And there's stuff wrong wrong prayer. I'm not saying, hey, screw prayer, don't do that. But like, I know at the house I'm currently sitting at now, we looked at it and we we have like maybe one day a week to go from Mansfield to Columbus and look at houses. And we're like, oh, this will do the trick. It's got fence around the house. It'll be nice for our, our kid. And we and. We walked out the door, and thankfully, a realtor is a good friend of ours. Uh, you know, he drove a separate car, and I saw my wife saying, "Hey, let's go look at these other houses," but we're going to have to move. And mm-hmm. literally that night, and she was frustrated at me because she said, oh, "I don't like moving this fast," but we had to. We literally had to call him that night and say, "All right, draw it up. Yeah. You know, let's offer this." Or, oh, you know, I think we need to ask him, "What do you think we should offer?" And to be honest with you, we actually got it for a little cheaper. Um, Again, it was a time where it wasn't like 2021. This was pre-pandemic. But still, you know, we had to move quick. I mean, it was kind of crazy.
1: I guess for context for all of this, uh, it took mostly me, but it took my wife and I about a year or so to buy a TV, to pick out the TV we wanted. So um, we were – We've been looking at tvs for about two years and then finally last year my wife's like well let's just uh, you know apply for best buy card." so we got approved but even after that it took about eight months before we actually said okay let's buy a tv but it was mostly by my doing of being slow and methodical in my decision making so um but yeah she wanted to get it right away i wanted to wait even though we had the money approved
0: and everything so <laughs> this I, is I'm a terrible home buyer because uh, of it. Well, I'm reading this next tip, uh, and I'm thinking, man, I'm a terrible home buyer because I often would be like, I, I'm a wheeling dealer. I mean, I'm not one to say, okay, this house is a hundred thousand deal. Let's do it as is. Right. No, I'm the one that's going to offer a little bit less. And we'll say, hey, can you pay the closing costs? Can you right. move the TV here? You know, whatever else the case. Might be. <laughs> They're saying, don't do that. Here in Central okay. Ohio right now, they said, it's on the buyers to make allowances. Uh, so, what can the buyer bring to the table? Man, I, I definitely don't think a buyer. I
1: mean, you know, what, you got to bake them a pie or something? I mean, come on. It's, it seems like, you know, I'm not saying that they can't find <clears throat> something else, but
0: why do you why do you have to sweeten the pot here? You know, why do you have to? You well, know, there's there's so many people buying. There's a lot and, of people looking for not that many houses so you know if you're selling if you're here like if i sell my house for a hundred thousand i get four people saying hey i'm one to buy a hundred thousand you know then i'm going to sit here and say okay what, what can you bring to the table and this article talks about you could say um you know offer flexibility in the occupancy date you know so maybe the seller needs time to find a place um right you know, waive any requests to remedy inspection problems. So what would happen would be, you know, a lot of times if you're doing the inspection of the house and you find termites, whatever else the case might be, the seller might be like, hey, I'll pay that cost to take care of it. Well, they're saying, still do the inspection, but you take care of whatever problems they have, which is kind of scary, man, depending <laughs> on what inspectors find I mean, you could be up a lot of money here.
1: Well, that's why that's why taking uh, taking some time might be the best at you know the best possibility because right. you don't want to buy a house and then immediately have buyer's remorse because you found out it had something you know kind of wrong with it, or you know you don't want to have to sink more money in even though you're buying a house, but then you got to sink more money in because the inspections revealed something, and now you know you have no choice because it's a buyer's market. You got to you got to get it. You got to go for
0: it. They're saying uh, provide earnest money with the offer so the seller knows you're serious. I'm trying to figure out is that money up front? Is it a, a bribe or something? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you take it, it's 5000 for you. you know? Yeah. Um, some offer to pay the seller's costs is title fees and real estate commissions. Okay, I'm not buying a house right now, Craig. There's no way. I'm not going to that.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of this just sounds ridiculous. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, to make a huge decision within like sometimes, as they say in a story, 15 minutes. Um, you know, it, it just seems like it goes pretty it goes too quick for something when you're making a, you know, for for a 30 year plus investment, making a decision that fast just seems a little bit
0: unorthodox to me. But well, here's another thing. Escalation clauses get this. So, uh, th- think of it like eBay. Okay. So, if I put brown tickets on eBay, I might say the original bid is a buck. Okay. And you might sit there and say, I'm willing to bid up to 100 bucks for it. So, if you do that, your initial bid will be two bucks because it beats the original bid. But other people drive your cost up. Right. So, if somebody else bids 50 bucks, automatically um, eBay will say, Craig now bids 51, but you say I'm willing to pay up to hundred. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it's the same principle with a whole lot. So you could sit there and say, all right, I'm going to bid $101,000 in the house, but you probably tell the seller, Hey, I'm willing to bid up to 200,000. So if I walk in and say, Hey, I'm going to bid 110, then the person's going to look at me and say, oops, we just got a bid for 111. Can you go higher?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it sounds like you know. If I I don't know that I would want to, you know, put myself out there and say, hey, you know, we're willing to go up to two hundred thousand. Because what's to stop that person saying, oh, we've got this bid for (laughs) you know one (laughs) ninety five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know if you want to, you know, show your cards too much there because. then you're putting yourself in a spot where that seller can just say, oh, yeah, well, someone else is interested in this for 195000 So, you know, I'll go with you if you want to do the 5000 knowing that they're going to do that. So, you know, I would never, you know, I would never cap myself on anything, whether it's a home or whatever negotiation, because once you do that, you've already put yourself in a spot where you're willing to spend the money so then, all they need to do is just convince you that someone else is involved in it that wants it for a hundred and ninety five <clears throat> even if it's ninety five thousand dollars over the asking price right if you really want it and you say you're willing to go up to two hundred thousand, that person should be guaranteed to get two hundred thousand now because you've already committed yourself to it. I well, would just commit yourself to being negotiable
0: you know and well, think of it if you're applying for a job and and let's say the the job pay range is between like fifty and seventy. Well, if you get called for an interview and they say, "Well, how much you want?" You know, hey, unless you're mm-hmm. brand new to that profession or don't have experience, what are you gonna say? You know, <laughs> I mean, you're gonna say, uh, "Yeah, right. uh, I'm worth seventy. Bring it on." You know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, I mean, there's there's starting points, right? I mean, you can. Right. You know, I think you you make a suggestion based off of what you believe, you know, sort of what you believe that you're worth. And if maybe, like you said, if you're newer, you're not going to go to the high end, but you're also not you know, going to go to the low end because you know that you can get the low end because that's what they're offering. So maybe you meet in the middle. I guess maybe it's a little bit different than home buying, where if you're a seller, you know, you can pit people against each other and say, well even if that person's not against someone in a, in a in a buyer's market you can say well someone wants it for not you know 195,000 you said you were up willing to go to 200 are you willing to go to 200 so you're calling that person's bluff so they're either going to say yeah we're <clears throat> going go to 200 or no we really don't want to go to 200 and then maybe the seller doesn't have a sale then but you know you, you should i don't think in anything you should ever cap yourself and say i'm willing to do this because if you're willing to do that you're going to be paying that guaranteed
0: well that makes me laugh, it's just kind of like the a job interview where like say it's that fifty to seventy range, <clears> yeah, they go and say, Hey, Chris is willing to work for sixty, are you gonna beat that? So you're like <laughs> bidding for right, right. lower salaries. <laughs> yeah, same thing with the house like, Yeah, I guess I bring up the job because it's like the same thing. Because you're right. If you say, Hey, I'm willing to pay up to two hundred, well why is the um seller gonna be like, All right, well, I'll let you pay 105. You're right yeah. they're gonna be like hey someone just bid 199 9.99 to 200. yeah you know hey you know let's do the deal yeah come on
1: yeah don't uh, don't show your hand
0: yes don't show.
1: very good don't tell them
0: yeah negotiable A couple of tips i thought was interesting uh cash is king bring the cash I'll tell you, Craig. I'm getting more frustrated as I'm reading this story. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, buyer, do this, do this. Come Man. on. <laughs> I don't want to buy a house. I'm gonna bring lots of cash.
1: <laughs> cash out your 401k to buy a house that you may or may not have termites, and if it does, yes. could, and if it does, you can't ask them to pay for it because heaven forbid you ask someone to take care of a of a problem before you give you know 150 thousand dollars to some. You know, come Man. on. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so you're bringing all your cash from your 401k. You got in a little, well, a little briefcase in the back back seat, you know. <laughs> uh, you're right. And, you know, maybe it's 200000 in your cash. The seller's ripping you off because he's making up some other offer. So now you got to spend all 200000 And the termites that you're going to have to swear that you're going to pay for, now it's 10 extra. It's like a money pay. It's like the old... Tom Hanks Money Pit movie. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this right away. And hey, here's the other thing, Craig. Man, this Jim, and hey, we love Jim. He works for the Columbus Bad Sport Local Journalism. But is he taking a little payola from the <laughs> the sellers here? Just look what else Jim says you should be able to do. Be willing to compromise.
1: Yeah.
0: So say, hey, maybe three bedrooms will work instead of four. Or you can live without a full basement. Maybe you'll need to live in the city. So again, you're cashing out your 401k, you're agreeing to pay for whatever inspection things come up you don't know about. And now you can't even get the house you want. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I almost you, think that unless
1: unless you have no choice but to buy or whatever, I almost feel like you know you, you wanna be when you want to buy a house, you want to buy a house. I get that, but I almost feel like you're better off just being patient yourself and saying when the right yeah. house comes along, then you pounce. Because if right. you're willing if you're willing to compromise that much, you have to be extremely motivated to buy that, in my opinion. I I, I just I don't feel like you should compromise when you're basically saying I'm going to be investing my whole life into this house, and then to you know, there's gonna be some things you compromise on, but you know, this seems like a lot of concessions from the buyer's perspective. <laughs> it just and it seems like when you're saying, oh, well, it's it's just a 30-year investment into your life, you know, or then some. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like, be be quick. Act within 15 minutes of seeing the house or whatever. No, I just – I don't buy that. I think, you know, you don't want to lose out on the house you want, but you also shouldn't settle for something just because you feel like you need to buy a house at this point or
0: whatever it may be. It's hard to say bend over. You know, take it. Take some more, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, this is, you know, this is yeah. not. This is not. This is this is depressing stuff, Chris. We, we should have ended on the on something like lasagna, macaroni and cheese. You know,
0: I bet you that like the Fremont, you know, real estate association, all these like small real estate associations are going to be like they're going to have a link to this on their website saying, <laughs> "Why even think about moving to Columbus? Hey, stay in this rural area." Yeah, well, it's going to be-, be rich. The article's going be written exactly the opposite, you know? <laughs> it's all its all on the sellers, you know? Yeah. Buyers. This, yeah. this is Columbus all depressing.
1: Is like, this is just a depressing yeah. trip into the, the homeowners, you know, the homeowner market.
0: And Columbus is a fun area. It's a desirable area. To live. Yeah. People like living down here. But, my goodness, now you have to just... <laughs> Give up everything you ever wanted. No, Cashing your four hundred
1: one k for uh, cockroaches, essentially, or oh, for termites, or ants. I mean, I don't know. I think I'll pass for
0: now. All right, we're not gonna win a real estate podcasting award just no, no,
1: no, I don't think so. Oh well,
0: we'll live. So. Sorry,
1: Columbus Market. I apologize for yeah, you know, not not telling people to spend all their life savings on termite infested homes or you know, stuff that doesn't have three bedrooms when you have six kids or something, you know, or whatever it may be. So you also have to triple up on the rooms. Right. Well I guess
0: I guess I'm I'm happy now because I I guess i have to find a place to live, but maybe I should be happy because I'm the seller now, so I guess it's more in the seller.
1: Yeah.
0: But then I don't know. It's very confusing. So well thanks for checking out the highwind. Check out our website, Club. Lots of ways you can connect with the show. Um, you know, listener support, uh, supporting our sponsors. Everything is detailed right there. Uh, take some time and check it out. And definitely check out the Hope Interrupted podcast. Episode six is going to drop this week. My goodness, Craig, I remember when we were saying, hey, this podcast is coming up. Now it's six episodes old, so you can check out as yeah, part of the Highland feed. There's also a separate feed, but again, check it out, and check out the book. Should be exciting to see what happens there. As always, thanks for checking out the Highland. Y'all have a great day. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book,